You're listening to the Good Christian Podcast. We're not saying that we're always good Christians, but this is always a good podcast for Christians to listen to. I'm your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Welcome to 2020, everybody. I am excited about the new decade. You know, I was actually doing some reflecting on the past 10 years of my life, so 2010 to 2020, kind of thinking about what I had accomplished, the things I had been through, the the fun times I had, all that type of thing. And then I also reflected on the past year as well. And I got to tell you, I am so excited about 2020 being here. And one of the things I sat down to do was to focus on how to make 2020 a win. And I want to share with you what I came up with, because I believe it's going to be extremely helpful for you as it has been for me as well. So this episode is going to be focused on how we make 2020 a win for each of us. I want it to be the best year of our lives so far. I believe every year needs to get better, but I want this to be the best year so far. So whether you say that 2019 was a great year or a bad year, that doesn't matter. It's, it's all a wash now. You know what? We're starting over. Today is 2020, and we're going to talk about how to make it a win for us. So I want to help set you up for that. So I want to talk about a few things that I've learned along the way. So how can you make this year and decade even better than the last? I mean, deep down, we all want it to count, right? I think that all of us would say that same thing agree. Yeah, we want it to, we want it to count. That's why maybe many of us make New Year's resolutions or set goals. Uh, But I've found that so few people actually accomplish these goals or resolutions. Uh, You know, the stuff that we start off with, better known as life that we set in motion for ourselves at the beginning of a new year, always seems to to fade away because things just happen. You know, like life happens for us and we kind of get caught in this whirlwind, if you will, uh, of just all the things that life throws at us and the goals and the the resolutions, all those things kind of fade away. I want to help us be able to do that because Man, one of my least favorite things to hear throughout the year is people saying, I'm going to start that soon. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. I know I need to do this. I should have been doing this a while ago. And then running into these same people again later throughout the year and them saying the same exact thing. You know, I'm not judging anybody because I've been in a place where I've said that type of thing as well. But man, if that's you, let's start something. That's what I want us to do. I want us to be able to start thinking about what we can do to be proactive instead of reactive in our lives. Yes, life throws some some junk at us, you know, some things come our way that, that just aren't great. Some of it just really sucks, if I'm going to be honest with you. But we've got to learn to be proactive instead of just reacting to what's happening in our lives. So I want us to all start taking these steps to figure out how we can do this easily. So if you're one of those people that's been wanting to start something for yourself for years, whether it's a business, a ministry, or just some sort of fun activity you want to do with your, your family or your friends, whatever it might be, you know, I want to read this quote. It's actually one of my favorite quotes. The best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago. The second best time is today. The best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago. The second best time is today. I have found this to be so true in my life. There's been things I can look back on and say, Alex, it's a new decade, but 10 years ago, you really should have started doing this. And I can let that just eat me alive from the inside and be like, man, I can't believe I missed all that opportunity or I didn't do that. But you cannot look back. You can't change your past. One of my favorite ways that I've ever heard overcoming the past said was, the future, the way you can really focus on it is by giving up all hope for a better past. And that's what I want you to do today. Give up all hope for a better past. Cannot change it. What's done is done. It's a wash. Let's forget about it. Let's start thinking about today because it's the second best time for you to start whatever has been put in your heart. So the way we can be proactive is by starting today, acting like it is a new day. Whatever our track record is, we can change it all right 
now. So I want us to be able to do that together. Let's make sure that today we're focused on fulfilling that dream, that purpose that's inside of us. Let's make 2020 a win. And this is the way that we do this. So um, even after I read this, though, like to, or, you know, kind of like shared this with you and I wrote a blog post about it as well. So after people read it, I know that a lot of people, they, they didn't change after hearing this quote. It changed my life. I'll be honest. When I read that quote, the first time I heard it, it, it changed me. And because right after I read that, I was led to Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30, which is where Jesus is talking about the parable of the talents, where he's talking about the wicked servant who just buried it and didn't do anything with it. That's the worst thing that we can do in our lives. We've got to be trying. You know, the, the worst cases, we fail at whatever we're trying to do this year. But I promise you, you'll feel more fulfilled for failing than not trying at all. So let's be proactive and make things happen. So don't be one of those people that just hears everything I'm talking about today. Or maybe you read the blog post that's similar to this this, this podcast episode. Don't be somebody that takes no action. Let's make it happen today. That's the only way you can make 2020 your best year yet and be prepared for the, the rest of the decade here to just be something incredible for you in, in the best of your life so far. So now to the meat of this episode. I hope you're ready. I've got five actionable points for you here to make 2020 your best year yet. These are all going to be practical. You all know me. I say that every time I mention any points. Everything I talk about I like to believe is just very practical and something that we can apply in our lives almost immediately. So we're going to jump into this today. So point number one, this is the first of the five ways to make 2020 your best year yet. So number one, set specific, realistic goals. So set specific and realistic goals. At the end of the day, if you're not specific, if you don't have a narrow focus on something, you're never going to achieve it. The more broad you are, the less chances you have for success. That's true in life. That's true in business. That's true in goals. So you want to be able to set a very specific goal, but you also want it to be realistic. So an example for me, I'm, I'm a business guy. I can't say I want to make a multi-million dollar business this year. That's not specific, one, but also is that realistic to say I want to do that in one year? For some people, yes, maybe if you have that big enough idea. I'm not that much of an innovator at this point in my life. Maybe I'll get there. But right now, I know that my ideas take time to develop. I have to build things, and it's going to take me a while to hit that multi-million dollar mark in any business that I start. So it's going to take me that time to grow and develop it. So goals don't just have to be for business. Goals are for life. If you say, I want to, I want to lose five pounds, or I want to start playing a sport, or I want to pick up playing an instrument, I want to start learning that type of thing. Get specific with it. So don't say, I want to start playing an instrument. Say, I want to start playing piano, and I want to start by the end of the first quarter after I've done my research on good teachers and things like that. That's, that's specific, and that's realistic. That's a goal that you can achieve. And I, I highly encourage you, set a few of these for the year. And I say a few. I know some people that have tried for like 50 goals in one year. Man, you can't do that. It's just too much. At the end of the day, for me, I have struggled to, to complete seven in a year. And I'm really good at, I'm a, I'm a high achiever. I love setting goals and, and achieving goals as well, not just setting them. But you know, you gotta be realistic with yourself. So don't set too many goals. Make sure you have a few specific, realistic goals set. So this is the first way you set yourself up for a win. If you say you're not a goal person, I'll tell you what, it's not on my ID either. When you look at my ID, you know, it tells you my height, my weight, a little bit more about me, but it doesn't say I'm a goal person or not. That's because we're all goal people. It just takes the discipline to be able to do it. So become a goal person this year. Write those things down. Keep them in front of you. Super important if you want to make this year your best year yet. Number two, keep a daily calendar. Man, if you don't control your time, it is going to control you. I have found this to be so true in my life. I can remember going through my earlier 20s, so earlier in this past decade, if you will. Uh, man, my time controlled me. I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. Every, every day, every week, I'd be like, man, 
today flew by or this week flew by or man, I, I didn't even get anything accomplished this week. I'd say a lot of things like this is because my time was controlling me because I wasn't controlling it. You control your time by keeping a daily calendar. I'll tell you what, now I'm like addicted to that, man, because I, I want my time to be really intentional. So my calendar has a minimum of 20 things on it every single day. And to some people, it sounds crazy. It sounds overwhelming. But the truth is, it's very freeing. It brings a sense of freedom to my life. Because if you ask me, hey, Alex, what are you doing next Thursday? I can tell you what I'm doing. I can also tell you when I have free time that day, if you wanted to spend time with me that day. I'm not like, uh, I'm not sure. We'll have to wait till it's closer to time to figure that out. No, I know what's happening. I can tell you anything I've got going on this year. I can tell you all of my free time I've got this year. And having that sense of freedom with a daily calendar is amazing. And Here's the deal. It ties in really closely to that first point that I shared to set that specific realistic goal. Put that stuff on your calendar. Break it up. You know, if it's something that's going to take you, you know, this can take me six months to accomplish this goal. It's realistic. It's specific, but it's going to take me six months. Block it out in your calendar. Say every Thursday from five till seven p.m. I'm going to work on this, and then get really intentional with that. So number two for making this year your best year yet, keep a daily calendar. It's so important. I, uh, you can tell I'm passionate about keeping a calendar, right? It's something that I love. Number three, create smart habits. There is a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I will link to it in the show notes. I'll tell you what, this guy is brilliant. This is a, a book inspired by God, and I firmly believe that. He just talks about creating these smart habits in our lives, the atomic habits, the things that drive us through every single day and every year of our lives. You can't really... Breaking a habit is really hard, but you can change it. You can morph it into something more than it is. So the best way that James Clear talks about doing this is to take inventory of your habits. The best way to do this is put, get a whiteboard and write the positive habits and the negative habits. So if you're like, well, every day after I go to the gym, I eat a really unhealthy meal and I sit down and watch TV for two hours. That would be a series of unhealthy habits. But if you say, okay, I want to change this. I want to say after I work out, I get a healthy meal. I have it pre-made, ready to go. And then instead of getting on the, you know, sitting in front of the TV, I'm going to sit down and, and write part of my goals out for this year. I'm going to work on something else I wanted to, to accomplish this year as well. So you have to start intentionally creating these smart habits. It goes back to being reactive. I'm sorry, being proactive instead of being reactive. When you start doing this, creating these habits in your life, you'll find that you just kind of automatically start putting yourself in the right direction that's a really strong point. There's a lot to be said on this. I do encourage you to pick up Atomic Habits by James Clear. I'll have a link to it and also a uh, summary of the book. So if you're like, I don't have time to read another book. It's not one of my goals this year, Alex. Good for you for staying on your goals, first off. But I have a, um, a link to a spot that will actually read you a 12-minute version of the book, which is super helpful. And that's what I've done a handful of times as well. So I'll have links to that. But I do encourage you really check that out. Make sure that you're creating these smart habits. And again, that was my third point. Number four, invest in friendships. I love people. I love the people that God has placed in my life. However, they are really easy to forget sometimes. And I don't mean that in a mean way or anything like that. But sometimes, man, I'm just on, I'm on the grind sometimes. You know, it's like I am so focused on that calendar, focused on those goals, getting them done. I can forget friendships at times. And that is probably the most dangerous place to be. If you accomplish making specific goals and reaching them and keeping a solid calendar this year and have just nothing but excellent habits, but you don't invest in friendships, 2020 will not be the best year of your life. And I'll say that again, 2020 will not be the best year of your life if you do not invest in friendships. This is just such an important piece of life. God made us to do community, to have community together. He made us to do life together, not alone. 
And you've got to be the friend that all of your friends need because all of us are going to struggle with this as life gets busier, as it's, you know, the day-to-day becomes more and more demanding, the things that we have to do, that we have to keep up with, friendships are the first thing to go. And in the world today, people are lonelier than ever before. I've written about that. I've done podcast episodes about it. But man, we, we've got to be the difference. We've got to be the ones willing to reach out. And I've done this really intentionally. I've actually developed a system. I have a spreadsheet. Sounds super weird, maybe, for, for monitoring my friendships. Like, have I reached out to these people? I basically identified the most important people that God has placed in my life, and I have a schedule for keeping up with them. And at the end of the day, I think about these people all the time because God has blessed me with these friendships. So I don't always follow it like exactly, but it's basically a catch-all, like a, a, I guess a safety net, if you will, is a better way to say it. You know, if I haven't talked to a certain friend in a month, I say, this is somebody I really want to make sure I'm intentional with this friendship. I haven't talked to them in a month. It's great to have this Excel spreadsheet. It tells me you need to follow up because you have not talked to this person. And just being intentional with that. So you want to invest in those friendships. Give 110% to the people in your life. Help them succeed in their goals. Share this podcast episode with them so they're able to, to do the same and to, to learn and grow themselves and make 2020 their best year. Care about the people that God has placed in your life because I firmly believe that every friend is a blessing from God. So again, number four, invest in friendships. Number five, keep God first and seek him continuously. Keep God first and seek him continuously. Above all else, everything else, if you didn't get any point out of this, make sure it's this one. Keep God first. Our identity has to be in him, not in anything else. Having this year be the best year of our lives isn't important if we're not right with God, if our identity is not being found in him. It can't be found in our friendships. It can't be found in our businesses and our ability to stay productive. None of that stuff matters if our relationship with God is not where it needs to be. So I want to challenge you. Make sure that you're seeking him first. Daily get in the word. Daily get in prayer. Daily listen to God. Worship him. Build that relationship with God. At the end of your life, the one thing that's going to matter more than anything else is to say, I knew God and he knew me. When you can say that, I'll tell you what, man, that is... That is the greatest place on earth to be right there. And it's something that I'm really gonna be focused on in 2020 because I want it to be the best year of my life. And I know that it all begins and ends with me seeking God first and seeking him continuously, making it a day-to-day thing, any chance I, I can just to, to worship God, to thank him. So I wanna challenge you with that as well. Really think about that. Dive into your relationship with God like you never have this year and it's gonna make a huge difference. Are you ready for your next step? Daily PS has an eight-page ebook on the topic of making 2020 your best year yet. It's a book that I wrote, very short, eight pages, not a lot to go through. It's actually called Making 2020 Your Best Year Yet. Great title. I know. I agree. Uh, if you visit dailyps.com and go to the resources page, you can download a free copy for yourself. And I highly encourage you to do so if you got a lot of this episode. It kind of builds off of what we've already talked about here and will continue to help make 2020 your best year. So I'm really excited about that. Um, also, 2020. Again, we're in this now. I'm so excited about this year. I believe it's going to hold a lot of great things for all of us. I'd love to discuss this episode with you. So if you'll go to podcast.dailyps.com, you can get the show notes for this episode and then you can also have some discussion. I'd love to hear what your action plan is for 2020. What are you going to do? How are you going to make this year your best year? I'd love to discuss this with you and kind of hear some of your wisdom in the matter as well, because I don't know it all and I love to learn from more people. So I'd love to have a conversation with you on the topic. So that's it for this month. I'm excited about the new year. I'm excited to be continuing this journey with you as as a listener of this podcast. I thank you so much for it. I love each and every one of you. I appreciate when you all reach out to me. I get the opportunity to have that conversation with you and and pour out to, to each of you and just learn from you as well. It's been such a great journey. I'm looking forward to 2020 being a great year for the Good Christian Podcast. Thank you as always for listening. I appreciate you. 
Thank you again for listening to the Good Christian Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. This really helps us to continue to impact and reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing another episode with you next month. But until then, remember, if you want 2020 to be your best year, it begins with seeking God.